0: Hello, everyone. We're the Davises. I'm Julius.
1: And I'm Petra. We're part of the Crossroads. We love our Crossroads Church, and we love our Crossroads family. Right now, we would like to encourage you with a scripture that has helped us through difficult times before.
0: And that scripture is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me.
1: Right now, everybody's feeling a little bit difficult times, and... uh, we we'll just have to put our faith in Jesus and he'll see us through.
0: And we look forward to the time that we all can meet again together at the crossroad. Hug and shake hands. In Jesus' name, you have a blessed day.
1: Glad you made it to church on time.
2: We are the Larson's, and my name is Micah.
1: Nathan. And my name is Zach.
2: We miss going to church and
0: seeing our church family.
2: However, we like staying connected online. But always remember to stay positive. Connected. And healthy. Bye. 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 See you
0: soon. Hello from the elders. Good to have this opportunity to say hello to you.
2: We miss everybody. and We're praying for the whole church. And uh, just waiting for the day we can get back together. Love everybody. Bye. Hey, Crossroads family, this is Christy, this is Kate,
0: and this is Jeremy.
2: We miss you guys so much, and we cannot wait to get back to church with all of you. Yes. Love you
0: all. Love everybody. We We love you all. Bye. Sister Dumit, and the Saints at the Crossroads Church, we just want to say a great big hello. We miss you and we hope you are doing well.
1: We love you. I we love appreciate you. you. Thank you for all your prayers. Thank you so much. We appreciate each and every one of you and you're often on our minds. Thank you for your prayers and we love you from the Moreno family. I love family of the hedges we love and miss all of you so much
0: and we hope you all get to reconnect soon Welcome, we are so glad that you have joined us. I'm Pastor AJ of The Crossroads, and we are glad that you have joined us for today's live experience. We wanna just encourage you to share this, to uh, reach out to people, and to let them know what's going on. Connect with us, interact through the comments. We're so glad that you have joined us today, and uh, we want you to feel welcome here on this live stream. So in just a a few moments, I know you know that we are uh, supposed to continue social distancing right now. We're not able to uh, be together to, to have our worship, uh, but today we are going to uh, we're going to go in have some home worship and uh, so we, we encourage you to worship along with us as uh, we are led into worship by these wonderful people.
2: Thank you for joining us this morning. Help us worship.
0: 2019 we started our greater stewardship campaign the main purpose was to help us pay down the debt that we had accrued by fixing our sanctuary in 2017 we discovered that we had cracks in our drywall and discovered in the attic that we had broken trusses that needed to be fixed when we found out about the renovations that needed to be done for our sanctuary and all the things that we were facing it caused us to go to god and to get fresh perspective there were many days when we felt like giving up but there was something that kept pushing us forward it's this promise from god he gave me a scripture hey guy chapter 2 verse 9 the glory of this latter house will be greater than the former saith the lord of hosts and in this place Will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. We have started a journey on our greater stewardship campaign, and God has given us a great opportunity to make a difference in our world and in our community. Yes, we have dealt with the construction issues on our sanctuary, but God has helped us to get back to reaching outside of the four walls. God has shown us that this church will be greater now than it has ever been. Our best is yet to come. In John 14, 12, it says... Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me the works that I do, shall he do also and greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my Father. Jesus promised that we would do greater. Our children and our grandchildren at the crossroads are going to have a greater church family that is more committed and more connected than the previous generations. We're gonna see greater moves of God, greater deliverance, greater healing, greater blessings than ever before. The crossroads is going to do greater sending of missionaries and we're going to do greater at personally spreading the gospel around the world. We have uh, many counties surrounding us that need to know that love is the answer and with the help of God, we're gonna see greater opportunities to start churches and minister to more people in these communities. How are we gonna do this? Through training greater ministries, men and women with Purpose Institute and releasing them into a greater harvest. As much as I would like to make all this happen, I've come to realize more than ever before that I and my family cannot do this alone and there is no way that we will be able to make this happen by ourselves. Through this process, we've learned to trust God more. We believe that the best is yet to come and there are greater things ahead. Whenever we were praying and fasting during this time, God spoke to us that he was going to give us double for our trouble. We believe that the best is yet to come and we are going to continue to trust God We have seen multiple people get raises and promotions and bonuses that they did not plan for. Even some people got jobs that they were not qualified to receive because of their giving during this greater campaign. We have watched God bless in abundance so many people who have been willing to step out in faith. What will God do if we give and we do our part? If we are good stewards of what God has given us and we continue to give, God will continue to bless and we will see double for our trouble. We will see that the best is yet to come. We need a team of people to get us there. We need people who will step out in faith and believe God for greater things. I wanna just encourage you right now to continue to be faithful in your greater giving. And if you have not yet made a commitment, please make a commitment today to give and to go beyond what we have seen before because the best is yet to come. May God bless you. Thank you for your faithfulness and thank you for being good stewards. Welcome. We are so glad that you are here today. We're excited about what God is going to do in the next few moments. And we just want to welcome you uh, to the Crossroads Live experience. We want to thank you in advance for uh, being a part of this, for commenting, for sharing, and uh, connect with us. The number will be on the screen. We're so glad that you have joined us. Stay tuned. We're going to have a great time together. Welcome back. We are so glad that you are worshiping with us today. What an exciting day to be alive and uh, we are thrilled. We are beginning a brand new series today and the series for the month of April is Love is Why. And so we want to, uh, without any hesitation, jump right in today. We're so thankful for you joining us and we want you to uh, have a great experience with us today. Feel free to comment and interact with us as we move along. Amen. If you would, let's look at Luke chapter 19 and verse number 10. Luke chapter 19 verse 10 says, for the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Amen. The son of man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. And then Matthew chapter 22 verses 37 through 39. Matthew 22, 37 through 39, Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Why do we do what we do? We are a church where love is the answer. This is a church. The Crossroads is a church where love is the answer. Have you heard of the book called Start With the Why? Uh, it's by Simon Sinek. The why is important in business, but I think it's even more important when it comes to who we are as a church and why we do what we do. Why do we do what we do? Why does the church do what it does? Why do we as the people of God, why do we do what we do? Well, to be honest, because love is the answer. It's all about love. It's all about God's love. It's all about what he's, uh, the Scripture says He was about seeking and saving the lost because of His love. So the teaching, the leading, and the making disciples, it's all about love. Love is our motivation. Love is our reason. Love is the driving force of the crossroads. We're working together in unity and, and to work together in unity and to stay firm in truth, that takes God's love. Let me see if I can explain it just a little bit better. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 in the New American Standard Bible says, If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but do not have love, I am become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and I know all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. And if I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender myself, My body to be burned, but I do not have love. It profits me nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind and is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant. It does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own, is not provoked, does not take into account wrong suffered, does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but if there are gifts of prophecy, they will be done away. If there are tongues, they will cease. If there is knowledge, it will be done away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will be done away. When I was a child, I used to speak like a child, think like a child, reason like a child. When I became a man, I did away with childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. For I know in part, but then I will know fully, just as I also have been fully known. But now faith... Hope, love, abide these three, but the greatest of these is love. You and I might say something like this, though I sing in the choir, though I volunteer for the nursery or for King's kids, or though I'm willing to be on the first impressions team and work in the parking lot. And I do my part every Sunday, though I'm a greeter, though I'm an usher, though I'm involved in every month cleaning team, though I'm generous, though I give, Paul says, if you do it all and the motivation isn't love, and you, if you don't uh, understand that the love of God is being shed abroad in our hearts, Paul says it amounts to zero love Paul says love is necessary love is vital could it be any more clear than that anything done without love is of no value I want to tell you a little bit about us. This is our story. This church has always had and will continue to have diversity of race, of ethnicity, of social status. We have always been a church that has cared about people and we have been very involved in the community uh, trying to make an impact through love. This is a real church with real people that believe in loving themselves or seeing themselves as valuable in the same way that God sees us as uh, uh, loving God with everything that is within us and loving other people and having right relationships all based on the love of God. We're focused on showing God's divine love in everything that we do from the moment that you pull into our parking lot, from the moment that you click onto our website, from the moment that you uh, interact with us on social media. We want you to feel the love of God. But can I just be very clear? It didn't start with us. It started with and it still remains because of Jesus. We're talking about a supernatural kind of love. That's why it's so important for us to realize that love is the distinguishing mark of the church because we don't have this kind of love naturally. There's a big difference, and you must understand the difference between human love and divine love. Human love is dependent upon the one who is loved. I love you because you are lovable. I love you because of what you do for me. I love you because of the way that you make me feel. I love you because I think that you can help my career. I love you because of what you do for me. That is human love. There are two things that really attract us to other people. The first is appearance. If you were born beautiful, and I know that some of you watching today, you were. You fit into that category. You had all kinds of advantages. When you were little, uh, you were a little baby, you were a little child, your your mother would get stopped in the supermarket, and and, and it was all because people wanted to look at you, the beautiful baby, and see your incredible smile. And, and whereas the rest of us, we had, you know, we had to just keep on going in the shopping cart and and nobody even stopped. Beauty is a tremendous advantage in our culture. It can be a tremendous curse as well, particularly for young women who get lured into relationships because of their beauty. Some of you are like, oh God, if beauty is a curse, would you smite me with it and may I never recover? Amen. We're attracted to people who are beautiful. The second thing, that attracts us to people, of course, is personality. People who just ooze with charisma. We're attracted to them, particularly the charmers. You know, you women, you 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 know the charmer. He makes you feel so good. Of course, you know you you know that there's probably a good chance that uh, he's actually concealing all kinds of hidden motives and insecurities and lots of baggage. But you know, you don't want to think about that. You say to yourself, "Oh, he just loves me to death, and I'm so special to him." And what you don't realize is that human love, uh, based upon is human love, is based upon the one who is loved human love bases love upon who is loved but he loves you because of what you what he thinks you can do for him he loves you because what he thinks you are going to do for him the song of solomon is a poem about human love and husbands you can read it to your wives it's found in the song of solomon in the old testament that's that's human love And you say, well, is there anything wrong with human love? Of course, there's nothing wrong with human love. It's what makes the world go round. It it, it really ensures the existence of the next generation. There's nothing wrong with human love, but there is a problem with it, and that is it cannot endure all of life's storms. That's the problem with purely human love. Take, for instance, the lady that's burned on 80% of her body. She has terrible scars all over. It's a wonder she didn't even lose her life And when she's in the hospital, her husband comes in and sees this very marred and scarred and deformed body. And he said, you know, you're not the woman that I married. And he left her and divorced her to marry someone who was healthier and more beautiful and had a better body. That's what human love does. Human love says, as long as you are doing something for me, I can love you. But when you stop doing for me and you stop being the person that i thought i'm married when when this gets a little difficulty when hardship comes into the marriage i'm out of here because human love says i can only take so much and it's only divine love that endures it's the love of 1st corinthians chapter 13 human's human's love always fails when it sees a better deal somewhere else because the human love is saying what's in it for me who would benefit me the most but I want you to compare that to divine love. Divine love is not based on the one who's being loved. Divine love is based on the lover. Divine love says, I can love you even if you change because the love of God is coming into my heart. The love of God is shed abroad in my heart by His Spirit that lives in me. So I can put up with you and I can endure all things as we read in the text because the love is not coming from me, but the love is coming from God. That's the kind of love that God has for all of us. It says in Romans chapter 5, for while we were still weak at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would even dare to die. But now notice, God shows His love for us in that while we were still sinners, when we were at our very worst, Christ died for us. He loved us when there was as yet no response whatever from us. He went on loving us anyway, and He set up a scheme, this plan of salvation that would eventually capture our hearts, and He loved us even when we were in rebellion, even when we were unlovable, even when we were not adorable or lovable. He loved us when we were very unlovable, and He loved us anyway. Maybe you're watching today. Maybe you have never experienced the love of God in this way. A love that's not based upon you. A love that's not based upon what you're able to do for God or what you're able to do for someone else. A love that is in spite of you. A love that it goes beyond even human comprehension. The fact that He loves you and He sees you even when you don't see it in yourself. I appeal to you today to let the love of Jesus penetrate your heart. I appeal to you today to open up your heart to Him. Amen. Turn your life over to Him and let Him show you what unconditional love is all about. Church, our culture can out-entertain us. Our world can out-finance us. The world can even outnumber us in so many things. But let it never be said that the world can out-love us because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. It's supernatural love. I have a coffee shop that I really like to go to. I don't get to go to it uh, as much right now because uh, it's closed, uh, not closed to the public, but it's closed for people to go in and sit, which is what I really, I like to go and sit and study in a coffee shop or go sit and have a conversation. And and Vibe in Elizabethtown is one of my favorite coffee shops. And so I'll go in sometimes whenever it was open, I could sit down and have a conversation and I would, I would leave and I would come home and, and my wife wouldn't have to to ask me where I had been, she would say, "Oh, I know where you have been. I can see where you have been. I can smell where you have been. Why? Because the aroma of the coffee, it got in my clothes, it got in my hair, it got on my skin. Amen. And so whenever I left the coffee shop, I took some of the essence of the coffee shop with me. And when I walked in, the fragrance of the coffee was still on me. And you were able to tell, my wife was able to tell, my children were able to tell I had been in the coffee shop. I wonder how will the people that you work with and how will the people that drive, amen, into the parking lot of this church, how will the people that eventually, when we are able to open back up, walk through the doors, how will the people that we meet in the grocery store, amen, getting our essentials, how will they know that you have been with Jesus? That's the question, amen. Have you been in his presence? Have you felt his love? Has his love been shed abroad in your heart? Are you able to share his love because you have received His love? How are people in your family, in your sphere of influence going to know that you've been in the presence of Jesus? It's only going to happen if we bring that fragrance of love, the love that He has for us. It's only going to happen if we bring that with us. And when we bring that fragrance, we don't even have to tell people we belong to Jesus. Because they'll know we brought the fragrance with us. His love. His caring, His nature has been brought with us. His concerns because we ignore some of our selfish interests and we put those things to death and we say, Jesus, love people through me because you love me, I can love others and live through me and then love becomes our why. Love is the reason, love is the basis. It's why He came, it's why He died, it's why He gave Himself and continues to give freely to us. Jesus' love through me. That's what it's all about. Amen. At our church, we have seven teams that are motivated by the love of God. We have the love is the why for every team. For our evangelism team, we reach out to the community because God loves them. The, those who are hurting. Our first impressions team, because we've experienced God's love in our life. We do the best we can to make sure that every person that interacts with this church and this campus especially feels a loving, welcome experience here. Our creative team. The world is changing in the way that it uh, interacts and through social media and pictures and video and all these things. And we have a creative team that the love is what motivates them. It's not to be the coolest or the the, the catchiest or the the most uh, uh, eye grabbing, but it's really because we want to share the love of God with people. Love is our why. Love is our motivation. Love is our reason. That's why the worship team sacrifices hours of their time and they practice and they learn songs and they sing these songs and they worship God even when it's difficult and when they're going through hard times why because the love of God compels us the love of God moves us into that we have a care and follow-up team that Love is their motivation. We don't want to just welcome people. We don't want to, people just to feel welcome, but we want to, them to know they're not just a number. We want them to understand that God has a special plan for their life. We want them to know we're here for you for the long haul. And if you desire to grow spiritually, you want to experience His love more deeply than the care and follow-up team is going to be there to help you because we love people with God's love. We're reaching out to them no matter what life brings them, and we want them to know we're here for you. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have it all figured out. We love you amen. Our kids and students team, they are so driven by the love of God to let our little children, let our teenagers, let our babies know that God's love for them is so powerful. They want to help these young people have the identity that God has for them and let them know how much God loves them. And then our life groups team, our small groups, they meet because we want to share the love of God in our homes. We want people to be able to have that warm home friendly experience. Amen. And we we want people's lives to be discipled and transformed in a, a family and home setting atmosphere our life groups are motivated by love to help us to share the love of God with others some of you who are listening to this message today the Holy Spirit has been working in your heart you know that there are some blockages to the love that God wants you to experience and these these walls that you've put up, they're so uh, so thick. And I understand that they're there. I realize that you have uh, allowed these things to be built up. And I'm not being naive about your ability to just ignore them today or put them all away. But I do know that if we do everything else and we lack love, if we if we do ministry, if we do things for the church or for God, but we're not doing it in love, then we're missing the whole point. So what can you do today that will enable you to completely, fully experience God's love for your life? I want you to do this and I want us to get ready to do this together right now. I want us to ask God to forgive us, to remove any sin from our life, any of our past mistakes and sins. Many times those things that cloud our perception to the fact that Jesus loves us no matter what. And so when we allow these things to hang around in our life, the devil convinces us that that, that you are unworthy or convinces us that we are unloved, that God doesn't really care. And so we need to ask God to cleanse us from all of these things today. There's no one that's worthy. Amen. There is a proper way for you to deal with the guilt and the shame that you feel and that is turn it over to God at the altar and leave it there. You can make an altar in your home. This week I saw a precious picture of a little boy that knelt at the coffee table in his home and prayed as his pastor was preaching. I wonder if some of you would make an altar in your home today. Maybe kneel at your couch. Maybe kneel over that coffee table or over that kitchen table today. Amen. That's where love will come in. If you'll turn these things over to God, if you'll allow God to have his way, even right there, right now in your home, God will forgive you. The Bible says he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us and you can be baptized. You can actually be baptized in Jesus' name today. We can set it up. We'll make the arrangements. You can be washed completely, not just in the water, but the blood of Jesus Christ has made a way for you to be clean through baptism. Why not go ahead and, and text us or call us? Make arrangements for that to be done today. Every stain from your past can be washed away. Every sin that you've ever committed can be completely washed from your record. And then God wants to fill you with His Spirit. He wants to give you His precious gift. This is what's going to empower you to live the life of love that God has intended for you through His Holy Spirit. God's Spirit is going to enable you to love the unlovable. It will bring peace and joy into your life every day. When you receive it, you'll speak in a language that you didn't learn at school. When God's Spirit comes on the inside of you, that's the initial evidence that you have received the same experience that they did in the book of Acts if you've never had a personal Bible study we will set up a zoom Bible study or a FaceTime Bible study with you we'll set up a a, a video chat Bible study with you and make sure that you uh, understand what the Word of God is saying to you and and how you can proceed spiritually in your life make sure today that you respond in the connection card if you want to know or you want to draw closer to God through one of these means And maybe it's just as simple as starting 30 Days to Life. It's a simple book that we have. Uh, Maybe it's it's doing 30 Days to Life, going through getting the answers from the Word of God and putting them in your own words into this book. It's a great way to get closer to God. Maybe doing that with a friend over the phone would be a a powerful way for you to get started this week. This church has so many ways, so many several ways for you to be connected and involved. And it's not because we're trying to get your money and it's not because we want to, uh, make you a member of our church is because the love of God compels us. His love that has been shed abroad in our hearts and the love of Jesus Christ is our reason. It is the reason that we do what we do. And so I want to tell you the reason we want to be the best church we can be, the reason I want to be the best pastor we can be, the reason uh, that, that I want to give you the best live stream experience that you can have is because we want you to experience God's love. Why don't you make a place to pray right now in your home, in your living room, your family room, your kitchen, wherever you're watching this from. And I want you to ask God to lead you closer to Him today. If you're not sure what the next step is to take in your life after you have prayed, why not text us or call us right after the service? Get some spiritual advice on how to move forward. Take some time. As they sing this next song, take some time and let's ask God to lead us. Let's talk to Him right now.
2: it's Lisa here and it is so good to be with you all today at least virtually on this Sunday I'd like to talk to you a little bit about a certain kind of sacrifice and I want to share with you a story that comes from Luke chapter 21 verses 1 through 4 I'll be reading from the NIV as Jesus looked up he saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury he also saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins truly i tell you he said this poor widow has put in more than all the others all these people gave their gifts out of their wealth but she out of her poverty put in all she had to live on to be honest this story kind of makes me a little uncomfortable why well because it hurts my wallet jesus is making a point here giving is sacrifice That's not a fun principle to think about, is it? In my own life, i found that it's not difficult to be just like the rich people in that story. I give what's easy for me to give, but I don't really give until it hurts. I don't really make it a sacrifice. On the other hand, Jesus praises the widow above everyone else. She's without a husband and apparently doesn't have much to live on, yet she still gives to God. Wow! Think of that kind of sacrifice. This is the kind of sacrifice that honors God. Now, I don't want this to come across as manipulative, even though I'm telling a story about giving right before we're going to take up an offering and I'm gonna ask you to give today. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to give what you normally give today. Then I'd like to, I'd like you to really think about this Bible story this week and let God work on your heart Is there something more you should give to the kingdom of God? Maybe you can help more financially, or is there another way you should give? Possibly giving of your time or attention. One day, all the material things we have will fade away, but what we store up in heaven will not. We are so thankful for members of the Crossroads who keep giving back to God of the blessings that he has given us. We know that God loves our cheerful giving. So with that being said, I wanna share with you a few very easy ways that you can give to the Crossroads today. Number one, you can give by texting the word GIVE to 502-200-8425. Number two, you can give online by going to our website in our Church Center app. And number three, if you would like to give in person, we can make that happen. Simply text us at 270-351-6060. And we will make arrangements for you to stop by the church with your giving, or we can arrange for one of our financial team to meet you to pick up your giving or bring you giving envelopes so that you can mail in your giving to the church via the U.S. Postal Service. Thank you so much for giving. We know God will bless you.
1: Hey everyone, I'm Ben. Hey, and I'm Cassie, and we are part of the Fit Team at the Crossroads. If you are a guest with us today, or if this is your first time watching the Crossroads Live, we would love to offer you a free gift just by connecting with us through our electronic connection card, simply by texting the word LOVE, L-O-V-E, to the phone number 502-200-8425. We would love to connect with you. Also, special prayer requests can be made through our electronic connection card simply by texting the phone number 270-351-6060 and somebody will be standing by to pray with you. If you're ready to experience water baptism in Jesus' name, please text us so we can set up the arrangements and we can do that today if you're ready as well. We'd love to encourage you to read the Bible with us through the UVersion Bible app. We can read the Bible together daily, and even post our prayer request for us to share in the app. Please stay tuned to our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, and our live stream for updates and events. Also, please let us know if you're confused about anything, and we would love to help you in any way we can. Thank you so much for making the effort to stay connected with us during this time of social distancing. God bless.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. We truly hope that you have enjoyed this live experience and and I'm excited about what God is going to do in your life. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us. If you have any questions, if you are uh, wanting to know more and, and maybe a question that you had during the message did not get answered today, we wanna be there for you. We wanna partner with you to grow spiritually. We love you at the crossroads. This is a church where love is the answer and we're so excited that you joined us today. Please, uh, if you uh, didn't get the chance to watch the whole message live, please go back and watch it again later or share it with a friend or do a watch party. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for being with us today. We love you. We look forward to seeing you again. We have our midweek Bible study on Wednesday and uh, we will be going live again at 7 p.m. on Wednesday. And uh, we're excited. We want you to join us for Stand Firm, Love Well. We will see you again soon. God bless you.